Welcome back to Yang Daily. I'll be your host, Alex Cheney, bringing you all the Yang news you need to live your life right. It's National Legislative and UBI News Day. That's not a holiday or anything. It's just what we're going to cover this episode. Sorry if you got too excited. Awkward. Okay, let's move on. Quick shout out to our Tier 3 patrons, Shay Meehan and Nathan Stankowski, as well as all our other patrons. You keep us all informed and engaged. If any of you out there want to join these advocates of humanity first and independent journalism, head on over to patreon.com slash yangdaily. It would only take a couple of bucks a month from each listener to keep this podcast and community going and growing into the future. Now on to the news. So first up has to be the Build Back Better Act passing the House, apparently under the terms that we previously discussed, including a one-year extension of the child allowance. Sort of less than we were hoping for and less than we feared, but it's not too late to get it changed as it still needs to pass the real barrier in the Senate. But that does mean that to extend it further would require convincing Joe Manchin and his minions, keep trying, Democrats are playing a very dangerous game here in just pushing the goalposts down the road, not only with the lives of all Americans who need that money, but with their own political futures. If the GOP manages to get a clue, they will make the child allowance permanent themselves when they very likely take control of Congress next year. That would be a colossal backfire for the Democrats. What a wonderful world it would be if we could just do the right thing instead of having to appeal to the egos of the jerk-offs that our busted election system selects to lead. Could really use that democracy reform right about now. Is that coming? When does that get here? But speaking of the CTC, a new October Ipsos survey of 1,000 American families earning less than $75,000 a year shows that the CTC has granted many families access to basic necessities and given much-needed breathing room to plan for the future and reduce stress. Respondents most commonly report planning to use CTC funds on bills, rent or mortgage, clothing, debt, and food. You know, just the frivolous stuff. Previous research has detailed the many benefits of reducing scarcity for low- and moderate-income families, including improved employment for parents, improved school performance and general child development, and future prospects for kids, and reduced stress and improved general health for both kids and parents. This poll found much the same. 70% of participants claimed reduced stress, 25% of recipients said that the credit made it easier for them to work more. That rose to 32% for families under $50,000 in income. The survey also found that not all who qualified have received the credit. 77% of respondents claimed it on their tax returns, and 22% of those have yet to receive any benefit, further showing the importance of removing the remaining conditions to achieve full universality with no barriers to entry. But before we can improve it, we need to protect the progress that's been made by getting Congress to make the recent changes permanent. Contact them and let them know that making the CTC improvements permanent is vital to their career. Also, sign the two petitions, links for all of that in the description. It's also not too late to include a carbon dividend in the bill, which is a special purpose UBI. 46 economists from Michigan just joined the coalition in favor of a carbon dividend, which now includes 28 Nobel laureates in economics, four Federal Reserve chairs, 15 chairs of the Council of Economic Advisors, and over 3,500 other economists. It has that support because this is a simple, highly effective, revenue-neutral price correction on pollution that will actually generate money for most citizens while heavily mitigating climate change and pollution. It's unequivocally good policy, and that it has not passed is inexcusable. It can even fit into the reconciliation process, 
pressure your representatives and Manchin's minions, and let's get it done. Kind of off topic, but Kyle Rittenhouse, the guy who killed the protesters with an AR-15 after they chased him, has been cleared of all charges. I don't know what to say about this one. It's majorly effed up. Yeah. In better news, two newly elected Detroit City Council members, Coleman Young and Mary Waters, are pushing the idea of a guaranteed income for the Detroit citizens living under the poverty line. Coleman is aiming for a small trial, just 125 people, $500 a month for 18 months, but that's 125 more people than are getting it now, and the point is to prove the concept for a real program later. If you are in Detroit or know someone who is, now is the time to contact your council and let them know why they should do this. Oh, and finally, Biden officially stepped down as president, handing the job off to Kamala for about an hour. Ah, two for flinching. It was just while he was high as a kite for his colonoscopy. Does this count as the first woman president? Don't think I'm popping the champagne on that just yet, but you do you. Celebrate the wins as they come, right? I'm disappointed, though. She didn't throw a rager and trash the Oval Office while Dad was gone, or speed run some executive orders that have been burning a hole in her pantsuit pocket, or even change the locks and say nan-na-boo-boo, no take-backs, or anything like that. Totally lame. But hey, at least she can put POTUS on her resume now, right? Pretty sweet. And that'll do it for today's Yang Daily. Bookmark and share the CTC survey, carbon dividend, and Detroit basic income threads. Flood Congress with calls, tweets, faxes, and letters using the easy volunteer contacts below. If you need help, consult the Income Movement Aid Database, the Mission Asset Fund, or United Way. And don't forget to Yang Daily.